Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Hello, I'm Kamisha. You're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us. Before we get into the Word today, let's open up in prayer. Lord, we thank you. We honor you and we welcome you into our midst. And we take note, Lord God, that we are always in your presence. Mm -hmm. You are our confidence. You are our exceedingly great reward and our shield, Lord. We thank you that you are our prize, Jesus, and our hope and our expectation is confidently placed in you. Holy Spirit, guide us through your word. Teach us. Educate us on who you, who Jesus Christ is and who you are. Thank you, Lord God, for ministering to us. Cause comfort and grace to be up upon the hearts and the minds of your people, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for everything, because you are only and absolutely good. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Excuse me. Wow. Well, good morning and welcome, everybody. Just coughing over the prayer, honey. No, yeah, I apologize. That's <laughs> okay. That's okay. Came out of nowhere. That's the Lord's right. good. No, it came out of you. It did, oh. yes. Yes. It just snuck up on me. <laughs> It wasn't the wall <laughs> coughing behind you. <coughs> exactly. Oh, man. Oh, thank you for bearing with me, everybody. Absolutely. Well, I, the Lord helps me get it together. Mm-hmm. So, so good morning and welcome. We're st- continuing our study on the Lord's house and still discussing the table of showbread. So could I get a volunteer to reread from Exodus 25, verses 23 through 30? I will. Thank you, Charles. You shall also make a table of acacia wood. Two cubits shall be its length, a cubit its width, and a cubit and a half its height. And you shall overlay it with pure gold, and make a molding of gold all around. You shall make for it a frame of a hand breadth all around, and you shall make a gold molding for the frame all around. And you shall make for its four rings, make for it four rings of gold, and put the rings on the four corners that are are at its legs. The rings shall be close to the frame as holders for the poles to bear the table. And you shall make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold, that the table may be carried with them. You shall make its dishes, its pans, its pitchers, and its bowls for pouring. You shall make them of pure gold, and you shall set the showbread on the table before me always. Amen. You know, as we were talking about this, this table of showbread, There is one, I'll say, connection point that I was reminded of. And um, before we, well, I'll say, open up the floor. David in Psalm 23 makes this um, Mm -hmm. this amazing statement. All right, since we're talking about the table of showbread. Psalm 23, verse 5. says, you prepare a table before me. In the presence of my enemies, you anoint my head with oil, and my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, 
and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I'm sure this was, no doubt in my mind, this was revelatory. Where, because David says that the Lord, through writing, made him to understand all of the pattern of, of the instructions for the tabernacle. And it's just this incredible thing that the tabernacle went with them everywhere, everywhere they went. So here it is. They're in front of the enemies and everything. And again, the Lord said, this should be before me, eternally before you, right? So just this incredible thought. Um. <laughs> Wait a second. Eddie, you stole it off my paper. I, actually, I, I, did, I didn't <laughs> look okay. at your paper, honey. Everybody, it was just a, listen. It was just a, a thought second. that I had here that Wait the Lord second. was we speaking to me about. And he was eating a snack over my shoulder, <laughs> looking at my paper. <laughs> no, I, I didn't, actually. And she shall be to you a helpmate. <laughs> right? So clearly the Lord's ministering to both of us oh, about man. this. I was like, hey. Wait a second. No, I'm just saying the Lord spoke oh, to you, but man. off of her paper. No. <laughs> no, no. There it is, Dean. Look at it. I do it and everything. Uh, Not okay. at all. It's okay. Oh, I man. love you, though. You know what I was laughing at? Oh, I didn't. Man. Okay. <laughs> I was looking at LaCharles laughing, and I was wondering what he was laughing about, and he's pointing at you. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I but that's you pretty were good. Golfing. You had your head down, <laughs> trying not to laugh out loud. Yes, I was holding it in until I couldn't anymore. I love you, though, honey. I love you too, sweetheart. Well, anyway, so the floor is open to share with the Holy Spirit, speaking, and ministering to you, and to ask any questions that you have. Well, let me let me jump in there first, just Please, where we are right now, laughing and carrying on and all, and it's just. <laughs> You know, I just want to remind our listeners that you can join us anytime you want. We would love Amen. to have you fellowship with us. Mm-hmm. Um, we have lots of times and opportunities for that. Um, some, I guess you'd say official, some unofficial. Um, um, we're blessed to have a facility to operate out of that gives us lots of leeway to mm-hmm. use this building in all kinds of ways we want. God's hand was certainly all over that. There's mm-hmm. something going on here almost... Um, Every Saturday, um, one way or another, if you want to participate in it, we have a chapel service that we call it, uh, for lack of a better term. It's pr- primarily was for the the employees of the company here, uh, but it's open to the public as well. And we always take communion. We'd love to have you join us for communion. If you want to join us to help be a part of the podcast, to be here in presence, to speak, uh, talk, and flesh things out that's all we're doing there's no right or wrong comments so it's just how the lord is speaking to you and how you're understanding the scripture and how we're sharing that with each other as we're doing that that's always available for you as well lots and lots of opportunities for us so i think we're going to do something on easter there'll be some time to fellowship and enjoy a wonderful meal as we approach that so just want to remind everybody it's there and um you know kamisha as you were praying i was also thinking about um you know i, I try to um, at least once a week, remind the listeners of ways to give. And, you know, so many ministries, um, we've all felt or heard that distastefulness that seems like all they're doing is asking for money. And really, why are they, why are they doing what they're doing? You know, are they doing it for the money? Um, you know, uh, 
they get bad press in the media and we see they're in big houses and all that other stuff. And, um, you know, when we let you know how you can give, uh, I, I think of it more like um, what was going on here in the same kind of time frame in the Bible that, you know, Moses let the people know what the need was and each brought that they wanted. And they brought so much that he had to tell them to stop. But uh, basically, I used to think of it like there was a big box sitting there, you know, for them to come put their stuff in. And we're just letting you know where the box is. If, if the Lord is leading you to put something in that box, please do. If he isn't, please don't. Mm-hmm. We're not asking that. But if, if you feel the need, please visit our website at adayofprayer.org. If you want to reach out, communicate with us. Um, again, we'd love feedback on uh, what you listen to, comments, input, criticisms, praise, any of it. Um, it's a day of prayer at yahoo.com to uh, send us an email, and we'd love to hear from you. Mm. Amen. Thank but, you, uh, brother. You can have fun and fellowship and laugh and carry on with us, and if you're lucky, you can look over Kamisha's shoulder and steal her notes. <laughs> if your name is John. You can. No, I'm just and, joking. And I'll, I'll sit across from you from now on at a different table just to make sure. No. <laughs> you, I don't get accused of looking at someone's no. notes. No, I love you, honey. I love you too, baby. But it, thank you, brother, for, for all that. And that's just, that is our heart. It's just be obedient. And that's what we teach and what we preach. Be obedient to what the Lord is leading you to do. Mm-hmm. And everything. I mean, other than being in the Lord's presence, there's no greater blessing than being in the presence of his people. Amen. And we're glad you listened, but man, come enjoy our presence and help us be in, enjoy your presence as well. We would be blessed, and we're sure you would be too. And exactly. That's, that's part of the purpose for this ministry is to just build up the body of Christ. And that's all we seek to do. We build up the body to be pleasing to the Lord, saying what he says to say and doing what he says to do. That's, that's it. Um, you know, yeah, of course, things, there's a cost to things, but the Lord provides everything that we need. And he also gives us opportunity to, to sow in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially where, if you've been fed or if you've been ministered to by this ministry, um, it's an opportunity, not a requirement. Mm-hmm. Obedience mm-hmm. is the requirement from the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, so as we were, we're continuing in our discussing the Lord's house. Mm-hmm. And we're here at the, the table of showbread. And I want to open the floor up to discuss what the Holy Spirit's been speaking and ministering to you. And of course, to ask any questions that you have. So thank you, Dean, for kicking it off. And who would like to continue? Um, I would. All right, honey. Um. In the previous podcast. Do you have anything left? Those are all been shared. <laughs> no, it's okay. I do have some things left. Um, so we were, yesterday when we, uh, yesterday's podcast, when we were f- finishing up, we were talking about um, Exodus 36 and the, the craftsmen that the Lord had put wisdom and skill in their heart. Mm-hmm. And of those that were willing, they came and to take the offering that was brought by the people and to begin to do the work of fashioning the items that the Lord requested for his house. And when I was, when I was looking at that and we were thinking about it, about the, their willingness to do it, um, God always wants a willing heart. He doesn't force things out of us um, to follow him. You know, if we choose to turn away from him and go to hell because of his righteousness, 
he will let us have our choice, even though it's not his his preference. It's not what he wants. It's not his best. I mean, he's left many scriptures to tell us that, but he will let you choose. But when someone is willing, you know, God can do anything with them. And you saw that he put skill in their heart that clearly they didn't have before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they were completely, you know, um, uninformed. New, yeah, completely uninformed to fashioning gold, or they knew some things about it, but God gave them more um, insight and and skill. I, I'm not sure which one it was, but either way, God made them better than they were before when they were willing. Um, but also, I just wanted to kind of touch on the intimacy there. Mm-hmm. Um, God was very specific. We were talking about his details and why he has his details. And that it's so important for us to deem his details important and to show proper reverence towards how he wants things done and, and what his, his structure and his pattern is. And as they were building these items for the, the temple, the house of God, and the tent of the Lord and all of those things, God was very specific. I mean, he... There was, uh, there's a verse in chapter 36 of Exodus that says 50 loops, you know, for one curtain. And mm-hmm. that, that's what the Lord required. But he wanted someone's heart who was willing to hear him and make all 50. And not just say, well, 49 is good enough, Lord. You should just take it because I think that's all I want to do. You know, be satisfied, God. I, I gave you this much. You should be happy with it. And there's a, there's a level of intimacy there that says, God, when you breathe, I want to hear your breath. When, when you speak, I want to hear every word. When, when, you, when something is important to you, I want to be able to pick up your tone and the emotion in your voice. If it's important to you, God, I want it to be important to me. David said, I, I love what you love and I've hated what you've hated, God. I've, I've made myself to walk in your steps, Jesus, and I'm acting just like you as much as I can. I'm, I'm listening for you. I'm pursuing you, God. I'm lifting you up in my eyes. And you are my prize. You are my most important thing. My, and he's not a thing. He's a person. But you're my treasure, Lord. Right. Most prized possession, the apple of his eye. Absolutely. So God wants us to love him with the same love he has towards us. That's, that's pretty, pretty simple when you look at it like that. Um, and you were talking about David. Mm-hmm. And there's a correlation between what David said and psalm 23 about god preparing a table before him Mm -hmm. and the name of jesus there's a correlation there between the preparation we mentioned about the jesus being the bread and we're supposed to be the bread is his body Mm -hmm. and we are supposed to eat his body and drink his blood because in it contains what he's prepared for us in his death burial and resurrection also when he finished the work the bible says uh, that God gave him a name that was highly exalted, a name above every name. Mm-hmm. When he was still in the earth, his name hadn't yet been highly exalted, but when he finished the work, when he shed his blood, when he died and was raised again and went and put his blood on the mercy seat, his name became the name that was given above every name. And everything that we need, everything that's a part of our salvation is in the name of Jesus. So when David was walking in the, the valley of the shadow of death, when he was coming to sit at that table, it was the table of provision made by God. Mm-hmm. The, the table of showbread that we're, we're discussing is the table of provision made by God. The lamb slain before the foundation of the world was made for us. 
It's yes, overarching is for the cleansing of the heavenly community to be purified, but we are the ones being purified. We are the ones being saved and delivered and set free. We are the ones being reunited with God. So everything we need is in there, the healing that David needed because he scuffed his knee because he's been in many battles and he's been living in a cave and the covering, you know, he's not in a, a sheltered place all the time and it's cold, it's rainy, all of those things. The protection that he needed, the provision that he needed, everything he was able to come and partake of because of his covenant relationship with God. And for us, in the, the new covenant, the, the covenant of Jesus' blood, we have his name to come and partake of everything that we need. We have the, blood, the body of Jesus. We have the blood for our sins. We have his healing. We have redemption. We have protection. We have the saving of our loved ones. We have all of that God preparing a way for that and keeping everything that belongs to us. We have divine connection. We have revelation. We have instruction. We have guidance. We have everything in there. So as they're carrying this, there's a continual remembrance of the benefit and the blessing of God. David references that in another Psalm, um, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits, not all his benefits. Um, the, the carrying within ourselves, the knowledge and the understanding that it's in him that we live and move and have our being in his name is everything that we need. Rely upon it, draw on it, use his name and receive what it is that we need receive the blessing all of it i mean god has every time that he speaks he shows forth himself he declares his glory he declares his goodness he declares his mercy he declares his provision every time he does something it's saying here i am choose me here i am seek me here i am everything you need i'm your answer it and that kamisha but god is our answer search him seek him find it out mm -hmm. in him it says you were you were speaking, honey. I was you brought up this this interesting point where we were in a previous podcast talking about the Lord telling everyone to eat him, right? Eat his flesh and drink his blood, right? Mm -hmm. And of course we see that in communion. Partake of him. Partake, yes. Mm -hmm. And and you can have your fill, right? Amen. But let's also look uh, I was just as we were sitting here talking. I was reminded of um, Matthew 23. Um, I'll say verses 23 through 28. Um, not that we need to, to read all of it, but the the Lord is pronouncing woes here on the on the people, you know, the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes, right? But He says. Uh, mainly the Pharisees. But it, he says this, he's addressing different things. One, the outward show. Two, false cleansing. And then three, self-righteousness. Right? Three things in these three woes that he is addressing. And of course, there are many woes in this chapter. But as it pertains to the table of showbread, how were the people cleansed annually? Or on Yom Kippur the high priest would go in and sprinkle blood on the mercy seat right so we're going back a little bit mm -hmm. talking about the ark okay. but here there's these utensils there's bowls for pouring and all this right and again this is a feast we've already connected it all the way through even to 
uh, to communion, to the Last Supper, and to the marriage feast of the Lamb, of the bride, right? The marriage feast of the Lamb, yes. Mm. Had that correct the first time. But he says this in verse 26. Um, uh, in verses 25 and 26, he said, You clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of extortion and self-indulgence. Mm-hmm. But then he says, First clean the inside of the cup and dish that the outside of them may be clean also. What did he exhort us to do? Eat his flesh and drink his blood. Right? Mm. Yes. The blood was for what? <coughs> to blot out our sin. So in doing it, right, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes, right? But inside we are also being cleaned. The more we consume of him, we are being cleaned inside and out. Not just the outward showing, right? And not just for our own self-righteousness, because we have none. All right? There's none righteous, no, not one. God, right? Yes. Because he has cleansed us. So just an interesting point that I was you know, the Lord was reminding me of or bringing to my remembrance in, in the scriptures. And, you know, that that's what David wanted, right? To be clean before the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. He, he mm-hmm. says to the Lord, right? Um, Wash me with hyssop and I shall be pure. I shall be clean. Mm-hmm. But there's a deeper cleaning. Again, all prophetic, all pointing to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this is also demonstrating and revealing how it applies to us. Mm -hmm. He's making us clean, not just the outside, but inside. Mm -hmm. Because he's not concerned about the outside being clean like that. He's like, because you can take a bath. He told Peter that when when he was washing their feet, and Peter said, well, wash the whole thing. Right, then then wash all of me. (laughs) Let's make sure you do it right. He said, no, you don't need to do that. Exactly. He's talking about the inward being clean, because the inward will take care of the outward. And, And Paul says it in this way, right? That you present yourselves so that your spirit soul and body mm-hmm. would be clean without spot wrinkle or blemish Blameless, before yeah. our lord mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so just as you know just incredible thing that I, I was considering and of course when you combine it all with with all the other revelations and even the the lord's the the shelter and the and the wall of fire our our boundary protects us from everything mm-hmm. there's nothing but peace in him as long as we remain in him mm-hmm Oh, and I, I meant to say this. David even ate the showbread, right? When he Absolutely. Was on the run, um, from the table. And um, after he hadn't been uh, ceremonially purified or cleansed, but they had abstained from women mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time. So they were able to take the showbread. Um, also a reference to the king and priest uh, dynamic Absolutely. that we are to take partake of the table, who is Jesus Christ. He is our um, our everything, all the provision that we need. And I also, I'm sorry, I just wanted to reference the scripture I was talking about, um, Philippians chapter 2. Uh, I'll start reading in verse 7. It says, But made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant, and coming in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Mm. Therefore God has highly exalted him and given him the name, which is above every name, 
that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on the earth and of those under the earth, that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So. Amen. Amen. Hmm. Who else has, has something the Holy Spirit's ministering to them to share? Okay, Mommy covered one of the things I was going to say. But the second one is, um, if you guys will go to First Kings, First and Second Kings, what the Lord was showing me about here is that while he gave the command for the table of the showbread to be made of gold, it was also for the willingness. Because if you see, during Kings, it was sacked multiple times. All the stuff was taken out of it, and they replaced it with different items mm-hmm. of different materials. And I... Lord wanted me to notice how he didn't strike them for doing it. It was their willingness, and they still had a desire to follow the Lord. They just didn't have the materials to do it at that point or to make it exact. So the Lord was showing me that with it, with the first one, it was their desire and willingness, and he knew they had it. And he was, the Lord was also showing me not to get held up on laws and customs as that says traditions. We should be listening to the Lord, and he tells us to change it at a moment's notice. We should be willing to go and not saying, well, Lord, you told me to do this last Monday. You told me to sit here, so why am I moving now? He was saying that ultimately it comes down to a willingness and a mindset in us that makes it different than being disobedient. If we have the true desire to do it but are unable, he respects that. Mm-hmm. That kind of goes into how David, when he ate the showbread, he had a respect for the Lord and reverence for him. But he, though he didn't ceremonially go through the purification, he was still, the Lord gave him grace and leeway because he saw David's heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Interesting there, sir. For, for a number of reasons. Um, of course, David wasn't a, a priest. But no. you see how the Lord made him understand himself and his word so much so that he even, at various points, one in particular, after Uzziah died, mm-hmm. told and taught the priest how they should have prepared the ark to move, to move it. Yes. Again, showing the connection between king and priest, right? Uh, representative of our Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. But also, David's willingness to know the Lord. <clears throat> um, there were priests that were doing the ministry, but still didn't know or understand the meaning, or uh, I'll say just didn't know. Ignorance of how the Lord needed to be reverenced and, and handled. Yes. So, I bring that up because that's what came out of <laughs> what you were saying, but it's also good to examine our own lives. How are we handling the Lord in our life? Are we just re- reading His Word, but not letting it sink in and soak in, not digesting it, not consuming it? Are we, are we kind of blasé or passive on it? Is it rote? Exactly. Is it just rote? Is it just memorization? But not understanding the deeper things. His ways and his thoughts. 
by just listening to his words. God desires intimacy Amen. with us. Um, I, I referenced it earlier. We were talking about the, the artisans that were willing to put 50 rings and not just say, oh, I mm-hmm. made 49, Lord. Accept it. You know, deal with it. This is what I feel like giving you right now. But there's a... When you have a, you know, a husband and wife, for an example, and the husband doesn't or the wife doesn't have time to sit and listen to her husband and talk with him or to care about the details of um, what matters to him, how well does it play out in their relationship? I share the testimony with my my children about how I made it. My mom asked me for a sandwich and I didn't take the time to make it properly. I just kind of slapped it together because I couldn't be bothered or inconvenienced with loving her or caring for her in that way. I was like, why are you, you can't make your own sandwich lady. I mean, man, you birthed me into the world and cared for me. Like what do you, you asked me for something else now. So I slapped a sandwich together and I didn't say that to her because I would not be alive to tell the story today, but <laughs> I thought it, I treated her like that. And I remember how hurt she was that I didn't take the care to, to just have her sandwich stand on top one, you know, one layer on the other, but it was like falling over. The bread was off on the side. The meat was slidden. You know how it looks when you get that hamburger from McDonald's and the cheese. <laughs> Isn't this not right? Okay. That's how my sandwich looked. And I did that to her. And I remember how hurt she was that I did not take the time to hear her out all the way and to do what I was doing for her in excellence. And to show her my love in that way. And that's something that has stood out with me. I was a teenager when that happened. But I've taken that through my whole life. I'm almost 40. Mm. That is something that matters. And with God, he's saying, I'm God. Not just the omnipotent God, because he is. He's holy and he's reverent. He's like, but I'm the God that loved you. I'm the God that carried you. I'm the God that brought you out. I'm the God that gave you these riches. I'm the Mm -hmm. God that gave you this wisdom. I'm the God that gave you the ability to use your mind and your hands and to function. I'm the God who died for you. And at this point, for the children of Israel, it was coming in the natural, but it was already in God's mind. It was completed. I'm the Lord who took care of you. And... um, Is it Ezekiel or Jeremiah where he talks about finding them when they were nobody, struggling in their lifeblood, and he washed them and cut their cord and rubbed them with salt? You guys remember that scripture? I I remember it. Yeah, I believe it's Ezekiel, but uh, let me me confirm that. Ezekiel sixteen six, okay. Let's uh, look at and that. nine, and yeah. Okay, let's turn to Ezekiel chapter sixteen. Let's start in verse three. <coughs> Read through. You um, made it? Uh, sure. Can you read through 14? Read through 14. Please. Yes, please. If I can get to three. 
I'm having trouble seeing the numbers to see reverse three starts there. I see five. I don't see three. <laughs> Must be a glitch in my electronic one there that I praise so much about using the electronic version. So there's a, a challenge there. Where does it, where does it begin with? I and says so? and say. And say, sorry. Mm -hmm. And say, thus says the Lord the to Lord Jerusalem. God to Jerusalem, yes. Ezekiel 16. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, and say, thus says the Lord to Jerusalem, <laughs> your origin and your birth are of the land of the Canaanites. Your father was an Amorite and your mother a Hittite. And as for your birth on the day when you were born, your cord was cut and you were washed with water to cleanse you. You were rubbed with salt and you were wrapped in swaddling cloths. Hold on, Dean. Will you read that again? Verse four. And your for name? your birth, on the day you were born, your cord was not cut, there you go. nor were you washed with water to cleanse you, nor mm -hmm. rubbed with salt, nor wrapped in swaddling cloths. No, I pitied you to do any of these things to you out of compassion for you, but you were cast out on open field, and you were abhorred on the day when you were born. And when I passed by you and saw you wallowing in your blood, I said to you in your blood, live. And I said to you in your blood, live. Mm -hmm. I made you flourish like a plant in the field, and you were grown up and became tall and arrived at full adornment. Your breasts were formed and your hair had grown, yet you were naked and bare. When I passed by you again and saw you, behold, you were at the age for love. And I spread the corner of my garment over you and covered your nakedness. I made my vow to you and entered into a covenant with you, declares the Lord God, and you became mine. Then I bathed you with water and washed you off from your blood from you and anointed you with oil. Continue? Yes, please. Okay. Verse 14. Thank you. Mm. I clothed you and also with embroidered cloth, and you should with fine leather, <clears throat> and I shod you with fine leather and wrapped you and fine linen and covered you with silk and I adorned you with ornaments and with put bracelets on your wrists and a chain on your neck and I put a ring in your nose and earrings in your ears and a beautiful crown on your head thus you were adorned with gold and silver and your clothing was of fine linen and silk and embroidered cloth you are fine flour and honey and oil you grew exceedingly beautiful and advanced to royalty, and your renown went forth among the nations because of your beauty, for it was perfect through splendor that I had bestowed on you, declares the Lord God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So God took us, but he, and the, the, what we just read, he was talking to Israel who had betrayed him. This is the Lord um, speaking through the prophet. But God took us from nothing to make us something. Shouldn't we take the time to care about what matters to him, his purposes, and find value in everything that he has to say? And, you know, I keep saying this because it stuck out to me. Give God the, the 50 rings for the curtain that he asked for versus 49 or 48. Mm -hmm. Give him our best and what he's asking for us versus saying, here, God, 
just you make do with it instead of me pursuing you and pressing in and loving you enough to answer your call or to meet the, the requirement that you've listed. That's an intimacy that God wants because he does good things for us. He's poured out everything for yeah. us. We need him to exist. He does not need us to exist. And he's been so gracious. Oh, but, and to add to that, and we'll, we'll probably close with this, right? Even prophetically, this table of sh- for the showbread was also is also discussing the marriage feast of the Lamb. Mm-hmm. Right? In a marriage, both people, both parties, however you want to phrase that, have to give 100% if the marriage is to succeed. Mm-hmm. It's not 50-50. <laughs> it's 100-100. Mm-hmm. If both people are not giving each, their all, how can the marriage succeed? Mm-hmm. It's not meant to be broken. But if it's not 100%, isn't the strength of that marriage compromised? Mm-hmm. If it continues to be compromised... It's going to weaken over time. Mm-hmm. There's an impossibility that it would get stronger. So each person is required for success to give their all. The Lord has given, has given, and continues to give his all to us. How much so should we give our all? to him Mm -hmm. who as we just read literally gave us everything our life our being our provision everything we could ever think hope or imagine Mm -hmm. and in abundance and all he's requiring is our heart toward Mm -hmm. him amen amen Well, let's pause there. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, I promise. Lord, just thank you for today. Just thank you for bringing us out of nothing and just preserving us. And Lord, also just thank you for making a path for us to follow you and just helping us be your children. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.